Welcome back to NFL Rants and Raves. I'm Stephen Miranda. I'm Steve Fry. On Tuesday, October 1st, 2019, episode 15.09, the Week 5 show. What a crazy week in the NFL as only four home teams won in this week. And two of those came in the final two games, Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. Steve, what the hell's going on out there? Do you remember Lombardi? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that. Yeah. The NFL has suspended Raiders' Vontez Burfecht for the rest of the season, and there were quite a few hits this week, and they probably should have earned suspensions as well. We'll talk about those. Plus, more quarterbacks continue to go down to injury, and we'll talk about how many quarterbacks have started games this season. And you know what, Steve? It's only week four. So let's get ready for week five. We'll give you all our picks, and let's chop it in. Bringing American football to the world. It's Steven Miranda and Steve Fry with NFL Rants and Raves. All right, Steve, so check this out. We'll get to the Montez Burfecht story in a, in a moment. But we saw Josh Allen go down this week. <clears throat> Pretty brutal hit. Yep. By a Patriots player that didn't get ejected. Didn't appear to get fined yet. Bills are saying, had we did that to Tom Brady... Not only would we be ejected, we would be missing other games, right? I have a point. Um, Mitch Trubisky went down to injury. I don't know the extent of his injury, but um, he went down. Missed part of that ugly game with the Minnesota Vikings. They got the win, though. Um, and there have already been injuries. So through week four, right through the four weeks of this NFL season, 40 different quarterbacks have started a game. There's only 32 teams. It's impressive. Right? Already 40 have started. And you have to count the Jets twice because they've had three quarterbacks I, I start was, I was games. trying to figure out where – because I knew there was a team that had three quarterbacks <laughs> in four weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so the Jets have started three guys this season already. Now – one of them wasn't necessarily an injury, though. What do you, what do you mean? Well, okay. He didn't get hurt, but was, he got mono. Well, right. He's, he's ill and unable to play. It's right. not like he you know dislocated a shoulder or something. He didn't you know, <laughs> break a hand or something. It was true. Uh, I mean, it's has still, anybody it still said counts. how he got mono yet? Has anybody come out and, and discuss that? The, nobody has confirmed how he got it. There are plenty of theories out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can neither confirm nor deny how he got yes. it, but he got it. So that's that's uh, that's what we're doing there. All right. So, how many more injuries are we going to have at that position? Because obviously, what do we start out this season by saying? It's a quarterback-driven league. Quarterbacks are important. I left at the Minnesota Vikings saying they think they're going to go far. I don't think you're going to go far as long as you have Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, right? Forty different starting quarterbacks. We have uh, in Jacksonville now the, uh, the the mania for Minshew. Yep. Everybody's wearing the big beard, or 
mustache. Mustache, yes. Not, not a beard. Not a beard. Yeah. Well, he, it's kind of grown into well, he, a beard he now. He is now growing it yes. into a beard. Yes. But it, it began yeah. as, as, as a, a 70s. As a hundred, handlebar. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it just seems to me like the league so far has been with all of their, like, you know, you have to wear this helmet. Antonio Brown. Oh, did I say I'm sorry? He who must not be named. Oh. You have to wear this helmet. Um, and, I'm, I'm uh, glad you talk about 80% of the time on this show because I would have said his name a couple of times already. <laughs> <laughs> Hum number. Uh, and, and and they make a big – you know, other players, you know, Brady wasn't happy about it. Rodgers wasn't happy about it. But they, they changed. But, they, but every talk is about player safety. I don't see – the player safety. I don't see what they're doing to protect these players. It, because some of the hits that I saw, i.e. the one on Josh Allen, uh, i.e. Um, the helmet-to-helmet collision, who was the running back from uh, Kansas City, I, uh, one of the Williams guys, that the, these players are still going at it 110%. I'm not sure the league is doing enough in the player safety. They talk a good game, but are they really walking the good game? That's my question. Do you do you think that's that's something they're doing? I I think in general we're probably seeing fewer injuries. I don't know the the problem is they're still happening to the high profile players. Right. But those players are the ones involved, I mean especially these quarterbacks are involved in every play. Right. So it the 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 NFL play safe, play smart, play smart, play safe.com website is talking about uh, 2016 concussions. They had 172, 20, sorry, that's 2016, 172 concussions. 17 were 190. Last year they were down to 135, and they haven't posted what this year is. Right. So their they're, uh, ACL tears are generally down, um, MCL tears are generally down. So, so they're they're so they're the, tracking the in, how many times the of injuries are 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 fewer are are down slightly, but I think more importantly they're they're worse or they're they're um, less severe in nature. So the players are coming back sooner. Okay. So instead of being gone for eight games, they're gone for four games. Right. Um, but we're we're obviously seeing it on the quarterbacks here. I don't want to see backup quarterbacks. Well, it's interesting. I mean, Minshew is is entertaining. That whole thing is is sure. fun. Sure, but um, you you've got a couple of good stories. But I, I mean, but really, if you look the, at it, the we've Jets got starting Luke Falk. Well, okay, so the Jets are the Jets, right? There, okay. There's nothing there. <laughs> We're, but look, even even without a replacement quarterback, would they really still be anything more than the Jets, right? Okay. So but let's go to the Buffalo Bills this week, right? After Josh Allen. Got knocked out. Right. They still had. They were still in that football game. Right. I mean, they only, they only wound up losing by six points. They were still in that football game. Matt Barkley had no chance of getting the Bills into the end zone. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that there was a huge difference between Ellen leading that final drive to seeing if the Bills could score a touchdown and maybe upset the the Patriots, or Matt Barkley leading that final drive. And and there are there are all sorts of stories on the other side of the of the coin there chase daniels in chicago right is 
are the Bears better or worse with Chase Daniels? I don't know yet. I haven't seen him play. Right. Now, he seemed to, in a in, a, in a most pitch. of the game, seemed to do okay. But if you look back at last season when he took over in a similar situation, his first game, he was great. He was the next you know, right. savior of the of the Bears. And then the second week he started came in and he tanked and never right. really recovered. So which which Daniels are we gonna get there? You've got you've got the the um Panthers, you- you've got the Saints, you've got Jacksonville. I mean a number of good stories here where backup quarterbacks have come in and they've they've maybe not performed at the level of a breeze or but they're getting or, the job. or Cam, but they're they are getting the wins, or they're getting the job done and producing a, a fair amount of the production of the of the starting quarterback. Right. They're obviously going to be all those quarterbacks where it's a huge fall off to go to the backup. I don't even know yeah, who the backup I, of the of the for the of, of Aaron Rodgers is. So if Rodgers goes down, <laughs> I don't even know who they have on the on the depth chart to come in. Bumblebee Tuna, that's what we call him here on the show. Yes, that I would have to say that was Bumblebee that is, Tuna's coming in. All right, um, we'll move on. So the Vontez Burfick situation, obviously he had a pretty pretty brutal helmet-to-helmet hit on tight end Jack Doyle for the Indianapolis Colts this weekend, and he got tossed out of that football game. Well-deserved. Yep. He is a notorious headhunter. He's the one who had that big hit on he who must not be named back when he was with Pittsburgh. Theories Knocked being that, the game. that that's when he who must be not, not named kind of Changed. Started changed, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah th- those are the theories. That head injury had a little something to do with uh, his divaness. But here's the thing: his history uh, as a repeated offender of a headhunter not only got him suspended for one game, got him suspended for the rest of the season. That's huge. Was that the right move by the NFL? Because I know he's a repeat offender, but don't you go to like a four-game suspension first or a six-game suspension? He has. So he's had those types of suspensions, right? So th- there was a there was a substance abuse uh, suspension in seventeen, but I think in sixteen he had a four or five-game suspension for a I, hit. Yeah, I think it was uh, might have been initially a six-game suspension, uh, brought back down on appeal to four games or something. But he he has every time he's been talked to by the NFL, they have they have talked about every time he does this, he's going to have a bigger punishment. That the punishments will get bigger and bigger. Right. Every time he has an instant like this, and they've they've backed that up so far. Well, I just that was that was pretty significant. It was pretty huge, and the the thing is now. That's the. That's the standard now. But my thing is there were some hits this weekend where guys didn't even get tossed, and I think they should have. Were they kind of just targeting Vontaze because he had done it before? Right? I mean. You're looking out for it, yeah. Yeah, I just I just think, I just think that I want a game that is policed equally all across the board in every stadium exactly the same way. There were some hits on Dak Prescott that were not called. That were called, the, the exact same hit, dude fell on top of, I, I think it was uh, uh, Jared Goff, and he got penalized for roughing the passer. That exact same, and I saw that live, right? 
I saw that exact same hit Sunday Night Football on Dak. That wasn't called. So why are there these referees not policing the game exactly the same? Because that's going to lead it. I'm just going to go straight into my rant is officiating. There is no consistency with the officials in the National Football League right now. The consistency from one game to the next does not exist. It's it's and this whole offensive pass interference, defensive pass interference nonsense is getting out of control. Tomlin, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is on the competition committee, who kind of like helped shape this replay thing, is sitting there saying I don't really know what we're doing right now with this thing. That was his quote. I don't know what we're doing. And that's the head coach who's on the competition committee. You're encouraging coaches to challenge this. And and the even the review. So I'm willing to forgive with the pace of the game and, and everything they've got to be looking for. I'm willing to forgive the live, full speed, in person. I didn't call it the same way every time. But when it's challenged... When it goes to a review, how is that not being reviewed the same way? I mean, there were, I, Thursday I night, the, the, Packers, the Packers-Eagles game, there were two challenged non-pass interference calls, one for each side, that the refs on the field did not call. Each coach challenged it. I, I believe fully both were pass interference and should have been reversed the clear indication that both were pass interference. But they weren't overturned. But they were not overturned. Which leads me to believe now, once again, we'll go back a few weeks ago, a call that shouldn't have been overturned on Dalvin Cook in the end zone, which helped your Green Bay Packers then, shouldn't have been overturned, and it was. And now we saw some in the Packers-Eagles game where there were clearly, clearly pass. There was clearly... Uh, something that prevented the receiver from going after the football should have been a flag. There wasn't a flag, and then they reviewed it, and it still wasn't a flag. Uh, th- at this point, what are we doing? Right. You're I- supposed – replay to me was we're supposed to get the call right. Go back to Cowboy Saints game. Fourth and one, Elliott dives. His arm is clearly on the ground. And then the ball gets yanked out of his hands. There is no ifs, what's, or buts, or what's, or anything about that. His knee, his, I mean, his elbow is on the ground. But you don't overturn it. You say we're going to call it because it's inconclusive. Like, well, if you see his elbow on the ground and the ball has not started to move yet, how is that inc- inconclusive? I don't know what they're doing replay. Replay was supposed to be let's get the call right. And they're still not getting the call right. So why are we even have this replay? They're they're definitely leaning on the side of since there's not clear, there, there's a question. We're not going to overturn the official on the field. Like we're not going to we're not going to officiate by replay. But you're there are so many of these really close calls where there should be clear evidence. But the, to the me, Prescott, the 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 Dak fumble. Right. The the pass interference calls for both the Packers and the Eagles. Right. Th- these are things that I understand the argument that they are close enough that it's hard to overturn the call that was made on the field. But if your jersey is getting clear, pulled, they are clear as day. I mean, they they. I mean, of course, all the Packers fans are putting up all their pictures where they're showing the video that the NFL uses to train officials on what constitutes clear. 
pass interference right. is showing a hand in the face right. mask of the receiver. And that is exactly what, what the Eagles defender Eagles was doing. Eagles defender didn't turn around and look for the ball. Right. That's pass interference. Right. It should be pass interference. I mean, and clear you can see his head, his helmet moving as his hand is there. So it's not like he's six inches in front saying, ooh, I'm going to, you know, it's he's clearly interfering with the receiver's ability to catch that ball while not going after it themselves. So and, I'm not going to make this an every week. Because you know how, like they say, on every play there could be a holding call? I'm not going to make it every week we're going to rant on the officials, but through the first four weeks, and that's the you know that's the quarter mark of the yep. season, through the quarter mark, first quarter mark of the season, it's been awful. Yes. And every single week we are seeing it, it's not getting better. It'd no. be one thing where I, I think last year when, when we had the falling on the quarterback calls yes. at the beginning, it started to get better as, the, as everybody kind of got used to what's going to really constitute that. Right. Players adjusted, coaches adjusted, the officials adjusted to what should or shouldn't count. This year, this replay is not getting better week after week. No, it's not. It is. It is. It is taking away the complete enjoyment of the game, and it it just it's hard to watch a lot of these games because of it. All right, we're going to get to our week five picks. First of all, Steve, I'm going to give you look. I went and I set up the sound card. Just to give you this. I am the smartest man alive! I agree. I agree, That was a three-game lead, man. I'm not very happy. It brought me down. I literally was... Not only did I lose my lock with the Cowboys, they lost the game, and I lost the challenge game, and I lost my bet. It was it was a brutal game. Now it I am I am perfectly happy taking all credit that is due for me for for winning these challenge games. Yeah. But because of the way it's set up, you're the one that actually decided the challenge game. So well, it it's doesn't not have like anything I, don't, do. I don't think I, if I picked any other game, it was gonna it was gonna be any difference. I don't think. No, but it's it's <laughs> it's the picking of the, you know, it's the be, it's it's I don't know what did we do last week? I'm going did, I'm going back. I I think, uh, of, so we differed. You had the Bears. I had the Vikings. I would have missed that one. Uh, you had the Giants. I had the Redskins. I would have missed that one. And then you had Houston. I had Carolina. I mean, the other way. You had Carolina. Houston. I missed all, all the games we differed on. You won. So it didn't matter which one I yeah, chose. Okay. Right? Then, so, then, then I am the smartest man in the world. All right. Enough. Enough. It's it's game at, on now. At, le- I, at least for this week. At yeah. least for this week. That's right. We'll so, talk again in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. Let's get it going. We'll start as now we are breaking all the games up. We've gone through the quarter mark. We know our our records. If you're 0-4, you're probably going to be in a nap game. But we'll start with El Juego Grande Estupendo de la Semana. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. I changed it to El Juego Gigante. Not Grande, but Gigante. Estupendo de la semana. Man, that's a big game. This week, Sunday afternoon, 425 p.m. Pacific time. One of only two late games. Yes, only two. How is that? How did the NFL wake up and say, we're going to make everybody play in the morning? Or, you know, morning for us. Yeah, on the for us, yes. 10 a.m. The, the, Raiders, the Raiders hosting the Bears would have been an afternoon game, but they're in London. Yes, that's right. So they're going off at so that's at, at the one o'clock one o'clock Eastern Eastern time, ten a.m. 
But that's it. So you got two late games, and one of them is El Juego Gigante Estupendo de la Semana. The Dallas Cowboys at 3-1 hosting the 3-1 Green Bay Packers. I want to let you go first because it's your team versus my team. Are we going to get together and watch this? Oh, you're not even going to be here. You boob. I am Stop going, to be going camping. camping. Yes. What is that all about? Camping's for like the summer months, not during football season. Nature. Nature. Is that what it is? Nature. Yes. We will uh, be beach camping this time. Lots of sand. Uh, it, It's going to be cold. Yeah. You're going to get in the water? They'll, you got in, wetsuits? In Southern California where they don't let you do campfires, most of the campsites yeah. on the beach, they let you do it all the time. So it, yeah. it's that stereotypical, you know, Southern California, surfboards, campfire. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. A, a bunch of elementary school kids running around. Yeah, it'll be fun. Have lots of fun because I that's I avoid the beach as much as I can. Uh, it's a, if once Sand you get used to, once you get used to the very cold West Coast beach, yeah. it's fun. That's what wetsuits are for. Anyway. Sun gets ev- sand gets everywhere. The sun burns me. I, I I'm not very happy when I'm on the beach. I take like my big pop up and I just sit under there and watch everybody else run around. And we've had woo-hoo. plenty of fun in the waves. Uh, well, you, we, you and I when we take we the did kids that to one the beach. time. Well, that's the, yeah. yeah. I don't anyway, know. okay. All right. So good. anyway, back to football. Packers, tell me, why are they going to win this game? I don't know. So it. I, I, so I you're like not them. taking them. You're not taking your team. I, I, my head and my heart are differing, ever so slightly on this game. Did you show Edith that you didn't take the Green Bay Packers in this game because she I still did. got the Green Bay Packers? I did. And show she that was to just her. like, is she still ranting and raving about me when she doesn't pick the Cowboys? She is. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. This this could be. A very interesting game. I mean, I, I I told you earlier, I spent most of the day trying to find a way to get my head and my heart to be in the same place. And we know where my heart lies on this. I, I clearly want the Packers to win the game. Yes. I just, at Dallas, I think it's going to be pretty hard for them to do it. So, I, I mean, I dug through stats. Strangely, Dak and, and Aaron are very similar in their stats for the year. Right. Uh, there, there are some areas where one is better than the other, but... In the aggregate, I would say they're both performing about equally as well. Okay. Um, on the running game, Elliott's got a little bit more than than uh, a few more yards uh, per game, uh, but other than that, they're they're performing about the same in the running game. Defensively, they're very equal on on sacks, on interceptions. I guess Dallas has one, Green Bay has four. Uh, pass yards per game, they're very close. It's where the rush yards per game differ, and and Dallas has so far held the opposing rushers to fewer yards than the than the Packers have. You know, the loser of this game falls to three and two, and all of a sudden their three and zero season starts to look a little questionable. Well, I think you you might have had expectations that the Cowboys were going to be three and one at this point. I'm pretty sure that I'm very excited. The Packers are three and one. <laughs> I, I think if you told me that, that they were, that they started off three and oh, and then lost a close game to the Eagles who at the beginning of the season, who they should have won. Thanks a lot. Yes. Steve. We should have beaten them, but how do you not run the ball first and go from the one yard line? But if, if we had not no. once, I mean, He's first down. Okay. Oh yeah, they were trying to trick him again. Second down, you don't run it. Okay, what? 
Well, okay, they're going to run it on third down. They're going to run it. No, they didn't run on third down. Not even a QB sneak. They're going to go for it on fourth down. Okay, oh, now here comes the QB sneak. Seriously, man, you guys let me down. I really need the Eagles to go down that week. Oh, I, I needed them to go down too. <laughs> I, I very much I, – I was very frustrated by a lot of the play calling. I think we're seeing LeFleur kind of learn on the fly. I yes. think strategy, coaching, a lot of these things, he's – He's got the experience and able to do kind of the the during the week stuff. He hasn't had game management right. experience, so he's learning on the on the job. Each week, he's getting slightly better, but he still has a lot of work to do. All right, man. All right, I'm gonna let it slide. So, I generally, I think the, I want the, him the, to have the same in game management skills that he had against the Eagles this week against the Cowboys. Oh no, he's getting better, so he'll be fine <laughs> this week. It, it's really going to fall down to the defenses in both of these yep, cases. I think so, too. Right? So, I don't think either defense gives up the big play. You can go – I mean, the Eagles beat the Packers by going knick-knacky on the passes. Yep. They were going, you know, five yards here, eight yards there, but they, they never really – there wasn't a, a, a number of big uh, big 75-yard plays that, that won that game for the Eagles. So, neither team is going to get that breakout game, especially with some of the injuries we've got. Devontae Adams – uh, turf toe maybe goes, probably doesn't. I don't think we're expecting him to go. Um, from uh, on the running back side, Jamal Williams is in the concussion protocol. He's the second running back. Right. Uh, don't see him going. Dallas has got some some people banged up, kind of across the board. They're big. I think big most one. importantly is uh, Williams. Or not, I'm sorry, Tyron Smith. Um, the offensive yeah. lineman. Yeah, Smith. Left tackle. Yep. He's he's definitely the the big question mark for Dallas, but I think for me, the no Williams and the no Devonte is what's giving me the edge to take Dallas. Um, Aaron Rodgers just has a knack for playing in that stadium, but I just don't think I, I still don't think he has the confidence enough in Geronimo Allison and Scantlin. Valdez, uh, so the weapons that he's going to go out with, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has 100% confidence in them. You know, when he has confidence in someone, he's going to throw it when he needs to throw it because he's going to have confidence that the receiver's going to be there. I've seen him time and time again when he looks at these other guys, hesitate, pump, nah, I'm not sure he's going to make the cut where he needs to, so I'm not going to let it go. And I think that's ultimately going to get him because if he ho- if he starts holding the look with Quinn now on the line for the for the Dallas Cowboys defensively, that line's starting to go after people. I think they may get after Rodgers if he holds the ball too long. Yep. I well, and I think it'll happen on on the other side of the ball too. I think I, my my general read, kind of in in I don't know ten words or less, if one team or the other gets out to a a, a fourteen or twenty one point lead early they're probably going to win. It's going to be hard for the opposing team to, to yeah. come back passing against, you know, if, if, if the Cowboys go out 21 nothing, the Packers might be able to start throwing touchdowns and, and start having some miracles happen, some hero work being right. done by Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think the, the Packers' defense is going to stop the running game. And so every time we go out and throw a, a you know, two-minute huge uh, touchdown pass – Cowboys will come back with a, a 12-minute rushing right. series and, and get a touchdown. Yeah. And I think the same thing in reverse. 
So it, it, if one team or the other gets out to a big lead, they're probably going to win that game. Uh, if it's if it's close, I think just because of some of the weapons missing on the on the Packers side, I think Dallas is going to win a close game. Well, I I hate to say big game in Week Five, but this is that is why it's El Juego Gigante. It is the big game of the week. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. Lone Wolf, Lady, Lady Edith, she's out there by herself. She's going to take the Packers she's no gonna, matter what. She's going to all the way. Yeah. Homer all the way. So you and I on Dallas, Edith is on the Packers. We'll move to the games of the week, and we're going to start right off the bat. Thursday night football, the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I am going out on a limb here, Steve. I saw these guys with my own eyes at home lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They allowed the Bucks to score 55 points. 55 points. Who does that? Now, I don't think the Seattle Seahawks can score 55 points. <laughs> no. But and, I don't think they're going to need to. Uh, and I don't think the Seattle Seahawks at home are as dangerous as they've been in the past. The Rams coming off that performance is going to be different this week. You won't have four turnovers. I guarantee you that. And I think they win. They go up to Seattle. They take care of business. They know they need to stay up there to look they're not in first place in their division right now. It's the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. I think the Rams and McVay know this is a big game, and they will take it to Seattle. And that's where we differ because I, I, it's a huge wake-up call for the Rams, or wake-up call, not multiple, singular call for the Rams. You can say multiple calls. Yeah. They got calls. Everybody called them like, you guys got to wake you up. You guys got problems. Yeah. I was calling them like, hey, you're my survivor picks, boobs. So we're assuming that the Rams are going to be able to improve on on some of the problems that they've had. Their, I think so. Their their defense probably should be playing better than what they did. Yes. Their offense? You should they, not. They've got I'll, the weapons there, but that's uh, it's been a question why that big contract went out. So I I I just don't know. I don't have the same faith that Coming off of last week, the Rams are suddenly going to put it all together. I've been waiting for them to put it together for four weeks now. That this offense, is the week. their offense has not looked good any of the last four weeks. They've they've done he a great job. Five hundred seventy-one yards. I and it, it was just all, so and it was and it was all offset by fumbles. It just yes, uh, sure he, he moved the ball. He had three but it doesn't matter if you. Move. I mean, they put up forty points. I guess that. Uh, that's probably the second or third best performance of the week, putting up 40 offensive points. Right. But but your defense can't allow – Your defense can't 50 put, let 55 go up if you hope to win that game. So I, I just don't have the same faith that you do that the Rams are going to suddenly flip that switch and they're going to suddenly become the Rams we had the last, last year. I think because this is a divisional game and these teams know each other so well, I think McVay is going to put together a plan that he knows will work against the Seattle defense. Seattle defense isn't as tough as it's been in the past. It's still tough, but not it, as yeah, tough. Not as tough, and I think that McVay will know which buttons to push. And, and the challenge is, I, I'm not doubting that he'll come up with a game plan. It's just whether or not the players on the field are going to execute Can they that. execute, yeah. And that's where I think some overconfidence, some swagger coming in. I just don't th – 
I'm waiting for the cow for the. I'm sorry, not the Cowboys. I'm waiting for the the Rams to show up. Right. And I haven't seen it yet, so it, it's kind of like until somebody knocks the Patriots off, I'm not going to pick Rooting against them. them. Yeah. I until I can see these Rams actually show up and and perform on both sides of the ball against a team that they should win against, I I just can't pick them. You see, it's in yellow. I'm making this challenge game because it's Thursday night football, and I want to get it out of the way as quick as possible. You want to rip that Band-Aid off just, one way or another. But just knock it out. Either, either get that, it done. Make that cut a little I deeper. Have or, yeah. It was really bad. So I'm watching. Uh, you know, I, I was there live at the football game. I got to see the Rams debacle, but I think that debacle was it was – part of it was just golf was off. I mean, he was missing wide open wide receivers. That's not going to happen throughout the rest of the season. Why not? Why I, is he suddenly going to become accurate? Why is he suddenly going to see open receivers that he wasn't seeing on Sunday? He see, he saw them. He delivered the ball. He just overthrew them or underthrew them. Okay, fine. So how is he going to suddenly because I've seen flip him, that switch? Because I've seen him not overthrow them or underthrow them. I've seen him make the hit, throw the pass. I've I've watched it with you know. I've seen it. He is he is capable of doing it. It's not just all of a sudden my pocket's heavy with all this money that I'm carrying around and all this cash I got, so I can't make that throw anymore. He can make that throw. Now, you got to also credit the Bucks. I'm not taking anything away the Buccaneers. They rattled him. They came after him. I think Adamican Sue was a little pissed that the Rams let him go, and he he turned it up a notch. I mean, they were getting after him, and they were definitely making him feel uncomfortable in the pocket, and that's. That accounted to those miscues where he just wasn't comfortable enough to stand in there like a man to make those those connections, and that's why he was overthrowing people. I don't are you, think. Are you calling him a little girl? No, I'm not. I'm not going to say I was that. Gonna say, I, <laughs> woo, we needed not, to get that clarification out there. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm not saying. That. I'm just saying he was not comfortable, and you could visibly see it from where I was sitting. You could just tell golf's not comfortable. Right now, I'm not calling him a girl or anything. Or he was scared or anything like that. I'm just saying you're not comfortable with any any quarterback. Tom Brady yeah. wasn't comfortable in this game. When the you Buffalo have a Bills. 280 pound, seven foot <laughs> tall man running at you at full speed, you're, you're not, not going, going to be comfortable, comfortable exactly. not paying attention to that individual either. I don't think Seattle's going to be able to apply that kind of pressure. Is what I'm saying. I think he will make the connections that he missed against Tampa Bay. It'll be a different game. I'm taking the Rams. I'm locking it in as the challenge game. There you go. All right. We'll move on to the next game of the week where the Buffalo Bills travel to Tennessee to face the Titans. Los Titanes de Tennessee. How in the world did they go into Atlanta and put a whooping on the Falcons in the dome? How? This was the same team that just a week before allowed Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars to get nine sacks on Marcus Mariota, made them look awful. And, and it, that maybe that's the problem with the NFL. It's like week to week. You don't know. You don't know who's going to show up. Is this going to be super Tennessee Titans that show up? That, that We've been talking Atlanta? about the Titans all week, we, or all season. We've been talking about Atlanta all season. Like, we don't know. We don't who know these, who they are. Who these teams are. I don't know who we, this. We thought we knew up. who the Rams were. We think we know who the Packers and, and Cowboys are. We know who the, the Patriots are. We know who the Jets are. We knew who the Dolphins were. But these are two teams that we don't we, – we, 
all season we don't know who these teams are and and how they're going to show up. The Bills have been a pleasant surprise. They are, and they actually were in that football game against the Patriots. Look, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills right now, but this is only if Josh Allen starts. Agreed, yep. I find out on Friday or Saturday that it's Matt Barkley. He I have zero confidence in. I will change the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Bills get after Mariota enough to to stop to him. make him look that. Mariota bad. has the ability. I mean, he short of the sacks and everything else, he's still got seven touchdowns, zero interceptions on the year. He's still certain stats are still looking right. very, very good. So the Titans have the ability to win this game. Yeah, it just it's going to depend on who's on the other side. Yeah, I have I have zero confidence in Barkley. And I know Greg's probably throwing something at the radio or computer or whatever it is, however he's listening to the show right now. But, Greg, it's going to be all right. Your team's looking pretty good, man. I just don't have confidence in, in Matt Barkley. So so the, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to put Barkley out there. Next week, the Bills have a bye week. So why do you stick Allen out there if he's, if he's maybe not ready to 100%. go? Yeah, I, 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 I think you, you, you take your chances with Barkley – get Allen through the bye week, you got two more weeks for him to re- rest and recuperate, and then you bring him back out and, and go after a, that. That's all great, Steve, except the problem is if we throw Barkley out there and we lose to Tennessee, we're 3-2, and two, and the Patriots somehow get another bye week by playing the Washington Redskins. So we're going to be two games back. So if he's healthy enough to go, I think they will try to get Josh Allen. I've got the Buffalo Bills. I, I, I think it's going to depend on how how healthy, how healthy he is, right? Yeah. If, if he's 98%, you put him out there. Right. If he's 92%, I mean, I don't know how you figure out that level of detail, right. but if you know, if he's 90% versus 98%, you might keep him out at 90. You might say he's just not enough there for right. us to pull him out. All right, so there you go. We both have the Buffalo Bills, and Lady Edith is on board. She is taking Buffalo as well. She is not putting the asterisks by it that if Allen doesn't start, that she we may She is just taking Buffalo. It. Yes. So, so that is that is we're going to put a pin in that. We're going to put Buffalo for now, but yes. you may see a change in our stance by Sunday morning. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers off that big shellacking of the Los Angeles Rams travel to New Orleans. To face the Saints. I should say the three and one Saints. Now, week two, let's just rewind a little bit. And we're in LA, and Drew Brees goes down in the first half, and they lose that game, and they're one and one. Okay? Now, if I told you Drew Brees isn't going to play the next six weeks, but the Saints are still going to win, and they're going to be three and one. Would you believe me? Not at all. No. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty impressive what the Saints have done, and I think they've done it with the defensive side of the ball. It's the defense that has won these last two games. They had a fumble recovery for a touchdown against Seattle. They had a kick return uh, for a touchdown against Seattle, and the defense had two turnovers against Seattle that gave. Teddy Bridgewater, short fields. He only threw for 177 yards passing in that win against Seattle. Then they hold the Dallas Cowboys to 10 points. They have been scoring 33 points, I think, per game, uh, the Dallas Cowboys at, when they were 3-0. They what? They scored 35. Yeah, they've been. 30, 
one, yeah. So they were 31, 32 points per game. And the Saints were able to defensively hold them to just 10 points. Now, how'd they do that again? Turnovers. There was the fumble that I still think is very questionable on Ezekiel Elliott. The Jason Wynn fumble, I unfortunately saw coming. When he caught that ball and he started running, old man wit, running like old man wit, because, you know, uh, for a second it looked like slow motion. It was like, you know, the $6 million man, remember? The dun, 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 <laughs> yep. dun, dun, dun. And he was, that's how I was doing. He was just going like this. Dun, 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 dun. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, hold the ball, because I could see the linebacker who was guarding him was coming behind. I'm like, he's going to punch that ball out. He's going to punch that ball out. And sure enough, dude punched the ball out. And I was just like, oh, Jason, come on, dog. You got to know when to go down. You're not you're not fast anymore. You're not that guy who had his helmet ripped off and you you rushed for you know for another 39 yards, you know, down the field without your helmet. It, that's not you anymore, right? <laughs> it's a, there's, get there's, what you can and get down. Yeah. Get down. You had your first down. You, you were in, in positive territory. Uh, and, and that's how the Saints did it. That's how they beat the Cowboys. So they, with they the three and one Saints, their next four games before their their Week Nine bye. Yeah, they're they're hosting Tampa Bay. Yep. Then they go to Jacksonville, go to Chicago, and then host Arizona. Holy but Jesus! I'm going from like remember I was just saying if they could just win three of those games and they're gonna be three and three and you know if they go three and three in those games they'll be four and four and everything will be great and Drew Drew be some, give me that schedule again. Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, Chicago, and Arizona. If the defense plays the way they played last night or Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they, Tampa Bay might be the worst or the, the hardest. The hardest game on the schedule, yeah. but it's at home. And right. it, it was crazy in that Superdome. I, I, I'm taking the Saints to win this football game, first of all. But I see now, I can see, <laughs> I can see at worst them being – uh, six and two. Yeah. By the time Breeze comes back, it's a pretty good place. That to be is without, a, without your all star quarterback. Yeah, that is a very nice place to be. They went from all of a sudden we're like, oh man, I hope we can make it four and four, even maybe three and five, and we can we can survive. And now you're looking at shoot, we could be six and two. Hell, we could be seven and one if we run these next four games. Jacksonville, Chicago, well, Trubisky should probably be back by that. Is that in Chicago or New Orleans? It's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. And then is Arizona. Jacksonville and Arizona. Oh, I'm sorry, road? no, it's at Chicago. It's at My, Chicago. I'm sorry. Okay. At Chicago, then Arizona. That'll yeah. be a little tough. That'll be a little tough. But but Arizona But and the Chicago offense doesn't scare me. No, it doesn't scare me. The, the defense does. Yeah. But not the offense. So I you know, it's kind of one the Saints go out and win another twelve ten game. Saints have, are finding themselves in a really good position. That win uh, over the Dallas Cowboys really catapulted them into like, hey, that defense, it's doing some stuff. You got the Saints. I got the Saints. Lady Edith's got the Saints. I don't know. She She's like, you know, something changed. Was it because she was – was she not in last place? Last, is that what happened? She she got the taste of being better than being somebody. Better than somebody, right. Yes. So, there, so that's why she like picking better because she like – Cause she, who there were two people below her. No, th- there were two people that tied her and one below <laughs> her this week. So wait, she only got five games right. So there was somebody who got four. Uh huh. <laughs> who was that? No, don't ask that question. I don't have it. No, up come on. I, I gotta on. know. We we want to know. Everybody, chat. We want to know. We want to know. Everybody want to know. We who was last? 
Who's that? Said, who only got four games? I'm, I'm working on it. He's working on it. We're going to find out who only got four games. Look, I can't talk. I only got six games right last week, okay? It's probably the worst performance ever in the history of my picks on NFL Rants and Raves. I've never gone only six correct. But I did better than Edith, and I did better than who only got four. Uh, Greg the Bills fan. Oh, Greg, it was you? Oh, my man. Okay. That's all right, Greg. We still love you, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, so, Greg, uh, Buffalo Bills guy. That's four games, Greg? Oh, man. Got the Chargers, Giants, Bears, and Saints right. See, and he picked against my team. That makes me angry. <sighs> all right. There you go. We all got the Saints. We'll move on to a very, very interesting, finally, a Monday night football game that I will stay up and watch, Steve. The Cleveland Browns come all the way across the country to face the San Francisco 49ers. You Don't. say that you say that now, and then you're going to watch the, the week one Cleveland Browns show up. Do you think that's what's going to happen? No. I hope not. I hope not. I, I don't want it to, but. Because this could be a challenge game. I could wait till Monday night. I, I see who you got, and you know who I got. You could. But see, the, so the funny thing is, I've been on the Browns bandwagon on the wrong week, right? I was on them week <laughs> yeah. one, and they looked all <laughs> Week two. Off, yeah. yeah. And then um, the last week I was off. I had the Ravens. The Ravens going to win. It's going to be, you know, they're at home. They, they gash them for, what, 45 points, 44 points? Uh, I don't know. I'm having second thoughts now. San Francisco at home, coming off a coming bye off week. Coming off a bye week, yeah. I, and that could that could help them. It could hurt them. They could be. I think if Kitchens runs his offense the way he did against Baltimore, where it was more, let's run Chubb, because Chubb went crazy in oh, that yeah. game. Twenty-two miles an hour. <laughs> That was insane. That was crazy. He got that. He got that little gap and was and he gone. Was gone. It was like literally the when defender gave up yeah. forty yards from the end zone because he wasn't catching him. I'm not catching him. He gone. He was gone. But still, even even prior to that run, he was running the ball well. He scored three touchdowns. He scored three touchdowns. He had a hat trick in the game. All right. If they do that. And they're not asking because, like, I think they started the season with, like, it's going to be Ariel. It's going to be Baker throwing to OBJ and Landry. And we're just going to go out throwing, throwing, and we're going to throw first and then run. We're going to be the second coming of the Chiefs. Yeah, that didn't work so well for them. No. But I think they found a rhythm where it was like run, run, run. Hey, there's a nice gain with a pass. Run, run, run. There's another good big gain. Now you can do some play action, hit the big one down the field. If he plays his offense the way he did against Baltimore, nobody expected that from, from them doing that to the Baltimore Ravens. No one saw that coming. If they play like that against San Francisco, I think is a little weaker team than Baltimore overall, I think Cleveland gets the win. I think this is where we're going to see how good the 49ers really are. Yes. Because we, we, we were talking about it earlier, both the Cowboys, the Packers, uh, the Bills, we we saw a little bit of how good are these teams really. Right. Found out the Bills are still a pretty darn good team. Right. They went toe-to-toe with the Patriots almost to the end of that game. The the 
Cowboys, the Packers, good teams, but not as good as we had thought we they thought. were. And, yeah. and so I, I think we'll see, are the 49ers, have they just got lucky on some of these wins? or Because I don't think they've had big wins. No. I think their wins have been pretty tight. So are they going to be able to to keep up with the, the Browns if they unleash like they did last week against the Ravens? I don't know because it was a coming out party, and I think that's was that was the Browns team that everybody expected to see, right? Everybody was like, hey, is this going to be, you know, can the Browns do this on a consistent week-in, week-out basis? I think they can. I think they're going to go into San Francisco. They're, they're going to shock some people. They're going to open some eyes. And I, I like the Browns. But you well, I, my only issue is, I mean, wh- we've been talking about teams that are that are up and down week to week. I mean, the Ravens put out fifty nine week one. Oh my, they're they're going to be they're going to be great. But now we found out that was the Dolphins, and everybody's doing that on. Well, the sure, right? Yeah, but then they only put up twenty three against the Cardinals. They won that game, but only twenty three. Twenty eight against the Chiefs, which that defense isn't stellar. Yeah, but then, but that was a that was a, a bunch of garbage time True. points. Yep. I mean, the Chiefs were up by and then twenty five against the Browns. Also, a lot of garbage points. Yeah. Right. So, so I don't know that we can say that just because the Browns had one blowout week that they're suddenly this is the Browns we were expecting and they're going to be here every week. Right. Do the Forty ers see what happened last week? Adjust and the the Browns go all the way out to the West Coast and lay an egg. So the thing about the 49ers, I, I did want to check. They, they blew out Cincinnati. They they killed, but but once again, we found Everybody, out last yeah. night, it's Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is just not a very good football team. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean the 49ers aren't good. It just you can't really yeah. lay down that win as a key win. That. Right. Uh, so you got the 49ers, but Lady Edith and I have the Cleveland Browns. I can't make that the challenge game. I'm I'm sticking with Thursday night football. Moving on to the final game of the week, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Do you see the over-under on this one? I have not, but I wait, don't tell me. I'm going to guess it is 59. 57 is the one I oh, saw. Oh, man. I, I Go, going back a few games, did, did, you, did you see the over-under on the Bills-Titans game? I did not see the Bills. The one I have game. is 38 and a half. I was going to say 39. So there's your yeah. range of the week. 38 and a half on the low, 57 on oh, the high. Oh, God. The Bills-Titans game, might I, I might have to take the under on that. Just possibly. Whew, 56 and a half for Chiefs. Colts. I think it goes over. In Kansas City, Kansas City might get that by themselves. What happened to Indianapolis last week against the Raiders? Was it a was it a fluky? Raiders jump out to a fourteen nothing lead, and so you're like, uh, yeah, this is not gonna gonna end well. Or I mean, we were on we were on the Raiders bandwagon at the beginning of the season that their their we offense were. is but it, good but enough the, that their defense is really what was going to make them. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, I'm I'm still on the bandwagon for the Chiefs. They didn't cover for me last week, but that's okay. They they found a way to win that game. They found a win. To, they found a way to win the game on the road in a game they really honestly had no business winning. 
And that's, you know, that's that's what good teams do. They, they find a way. In the end, we're, we're going to get you. you know, I looked up because uh, this game was obviously being played at the, you know, the, the final minutes of that game were being played while I was starting the Rams game. So I was already in the stadium. And, and what you know what? Here's another little mini rant. What the hell, NFL, you don't let me watch my NFL Sunday ticket package that I paid for just because I'm near a stadium. It says you are near or in a stadium, and that's why you can't watch this game. What is the problem with that? I've paid for the package. What does it matter? I'm an in the stadium. Of, an out-of-market game? Yeah, an out-of-market game. I'm in a stadium. Like, I can understand you not already... watching the Rams game while you're in yeah, the Coliseum. Because that, that, one's, guess, that but... one's blacked out. That one's it's blacked well, out yeah, normally, blacked right? Out it's going to be blacked out in our, in our area. But this is the end of Chiefs line, which is really good. Why can't I watch that? I'm in your stadium. I already bought a ticket for that stadium. So I'm already there. What is it going to hurt you that I've got my phone out watching the like football? Like the Sunday ticket should be free for anyone in a stadium. You can watch any other game while you're actually in the stadium. Thank you. You want people to come to your stadiums. Make it so that they want to come to your stadiums. That's all I'm saying. I was irate for about three seconds. Then I saw security, and I was like, okay, I got to calm down because security's going to throw me out this game. Seriously, why can I not do that? What part of me being at a stadium watching my – I'm not bothering anybody. It's on my, it was on my little phone, so it's not like I'm showing it to the whole world. I've, and, I've, you know, I've got a little hotspot, so I'm connected to my hotspot. I've got it on Wi-Fi. I, it didn't even let me spoof my location, by the way. They were like, yeah, we can't. You, you've got the spoofing software on, so we can't. you can't let you. So I, I was like, what is it about being in the stadium that I can't watch another game? I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me either. It'll be interesting. There, I don't know if you saw DirecTV is uh, contemplating not renewing that. Sunday they shouldn't. They're, not, they're getting killed right now. They're not making any money on that. I'll tell you why, because I'll tell you later. I'll tell you off the air. But seriously, <laughs> Steve, just just think we, about it for a we, second. We both know why we're able to watch games that, you know. Anyways, all right, we're going to move away from there. But here you go. So we're, we're, we're all going with the Chiefs. We're all going the with the Chiefs. The easiest way I've got to say this, look, we've, we've been talking about the Dolphins. We've been talking about the Bengals. We've been talking about the Redskins. They're all those teams that their opponent – should get an easy win that week. Yes. The Chiefs are the antithesis of this. The yeah. Chiefs are the, if you lose to them, well, it was the Chiefs. It's okay to lose right. to the Chiefs. I, I don't, uh, yeah, Chiefs, I don't, I mean, Colts are a good team. Colts have been doing well. They're not going to. They're not going to win this one. No. If they do, good for them. I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But I, I just don't see it happening. Not going to happen. The Chiefs aren't losing a whole bunch of games this year. I, I got them losing a handful, maybe two or three. That's about it, so. Uh, I don't know which ones of those games will be yet. Probably one against the Chargers. Um, but that that's they, about they'll it. lose two key divisional games or something yeah. silly like that. But all right, so that's all the games of the week. We will move to games of interest, and we'll start in New York, where the Giants host the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I really hate now having to depend on the Minnesota Vikings winning football games when I pick them. They were awful last week. Kirk Cousins actually came out today and apologized to Adam Thielen, the wide receiver. Oh, I didn't see that. For 
I need to go find that. Missed opportunity, as he called it. Dude, you missed everybody, not just Adam Thielen. You should apologize to the whole freaking team. <laughs> missed I, yeah. opportunity. I, I don't like this pick. I am I am <laughs> I I've got the Vikings on this one. I like the Daniel Jones story. It'd be nice to see them continue to see some success there. I just don't know that it's going to be long-term success this season. Yeah. Daniel Jones the future. He's the, is, is the future, future of the Giants. But with some of the injuries that the Giants have, I, I think the storybook is going to come to you know that, that middle part of the chapter here or the book here where they're, they're, you're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Problem is, I, I think the Vikings defense gets after Daniel Jones and the Giants. I just don't have enough confidence in Cousins to do anything. Well, he got to do something. He got to do something in this game. And who's the Vikings' backup? Like, even if they pull him. I don't know why they would, but. Yeah, that's, that's. Oh, man. Um, why? Sean Mannion. Yeah, he came from the uh, Rams. He was uh, backing up golf there for a while. Sean Mannion. God, he's still in the league. <laughs> but, that, but that's kind of the point. Is it's not like you've got a Bridgewater or somebody sitting right, there right, in the right. wings waiting for, you know, you don't have a Flacco or something sitting there saying, hey, we're gonna, we've got somebody that might actually do better. Yeah. Not, not saying that Sean couldn't, but Cousins is that bad that, you know, you and I might do about as well as Cousins is. And I want to uh, actually give you a name because you don't know who your backup is. It's Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Great. Yeah. Thank you. I Doesn't he sound that. like an actor? Like he does, yes. You know, coming to the stage, Tim Boyle. He goes out, hey, how you doing, people? All right. Stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've got the Vikings. You've got the Vikings. But Lady Edith has fallen in love with Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. You know what the problem is, Steve? She's taking everybody from the NFCs except the Cowboys. Now she's doing it on purpose. All right? She has purposely messing with me right now I had your not... three-year-old child has decided to take vengeance upon me by no longer picking the cowboys ever and then purposely picking the redskins and the giants and the eagles well, she doesn't have the eagles this week but <laughs> oh, this week this, this week this week yeah. <laughs> she didn't have them last week because they were playing the, 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 the packers the packers but I hadn't previously noticed that, and and I wouldn't find it nearly as funny as if I, if, if I thought I might be steering her picks in any way, shape, or form. But I am truly not trying no, to. No, like, I, if anything, I'm just trying I to steer them you. towards it. I may have to have this recorded one week. Okay, I need to see it recorded. I need to see it live. I either need to be there live, or I need to see a video recording, or I need it live streamed. Or something. We we might need the accounting firm of <laughs> Price Waterhouse Coopers come in to, and to come in audit and make to make sure, sure that things are being done properly. The envelopes are sealed. All right. I She's hadn't noticed that, but that is quite taking funny. Taking the Giants. We'll move on. The New York Jets travel to Philadelphia to face the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> All right. Look, I mean, it's the Eagles, right? I mean, the Jets. More more than it's the Eagles, it's the Jets. Yeah. So Sam Darnold has been cleared to at least come back to the team. He's there. 
but he can't have any contact yet. And it's still, for those of you who don't know, with, with the mononucleosis, there's some stuff that it does to your lungs and your liver and the spleen. The spleen and that uh, a wrong hit in any one of those areas could be pretty damaging for him. So that's why he's not back on the field anymore. It, it could cause death. The, the internal bleeding from a spleen rupture could cause death. Yeah. So it's one where you keep him to, on the sideline yeah. until you're sure he's not going to die when he's sacked. When he gets hit, yes. We do not need to see the first death no. of an NFL quarterback in a game. No, we don't need to see that. That would that would uh, really put a damper on things. So we've all got the Eagles, except <laughs> – Except Lady Edith, who this week she decides to this week give me a break Jets, and yeah. take the Jets. All right. All right. The Baltimore Ravens travel to Pittsburgh to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers had life on Monday Night Football. Now, granted, they were playing, what did we say, the 0-4 Cincinnati Bengals. That, that's my problem about trying to, to support the Steelers here. They're, they're at home. Uh You'd like to say that they're going to be able to to win a game or two, especially divisional games. And it's a divisional game that you know it's against two teams that hate each other. And the Ravens didn't look particularly all that good last week, but they still have their starting quarterback. As where I'm still not sold on Mason Rudolph. He had a couple big throws uh, last you know last night on Monday Night Football against the Cincinnati Bengals, but he it wasn't consistent. I want to see consistent. I want to see offensive drives that consistently he moves. There's too many, too many drives that stall because of him. So I'm not ready to uh, take the Pittsburgh Steelers in a big game like this. Um, I'm taking the Ravens. Yep, I'm with you on the Ravens. I, it, it, it's pretty hard here to, to get behind the Steelers. You just don't know who they are without Ben. Yeah. I mean, he is that team. So this is one of those where I think they've overperformed without Roethlisberger. But well, they, you can't got say over, to, well, they're one and three. So true, but, <laughs> but did you, when Roethlisberger went down, did you even think they had a chance to beat the Bengals? No. Right, so. No. And, and, it was, and they played this, it, the 49ers really tight. They barely lost that game right. before. So. But they've got losses against the Patriots, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. So other than the Patriots, the, the 49ers and Seahawks, those are two teams of, we know they're good, but we're not sure how, how, how good, good they are. They are. Yeah. So are those quality losses, if you can't have a quality loss or not? Right. So. All right. Yeah, I just can't uh, can't pick the Steelers. Either. However, Lady Edith, she likes the Steelers this week. So she's on Pittsburgh. You and I have the Baltimore Ravens. We're moving on to our London game. Steve, why aren't we in London this week? Oh, that's right. You're going I'm camping. camping. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. I, I, I had to turn my ticket in for the London game. <laughs> so here's the deal with them. There's a couple more London games coming up, Steve. I told Trisha, because of all my travel that I've been doing to these games, like Trisha, you know, I do have a free premium economy round trip ticket to go to England. And I'm sure if I pick up my phone and call my buddy Jeremy and say, hey, Jeremy, can I come <laughs> crash with you for a couple days while I attend a football game at Wembley? And I'm sure if I call Rich Smith and be like, Richard, hey, you want a couple guys to talk NFL for you on Sky Sports News for the weekend? We could probably work all of those things out. And she's like, yeah, you're not going to London without me. <laughs> <laughs> you only have one ticket? Yeah, you're not going to London. <laughs> yeah, she only got one ticket. So, uh, well, it's, uh, yeah, because it's only me. So it's my, you know, points that sure. I could use. Yeah, it's not, not going to happen. She can use your points. I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell her that. but Yeah, no, I'm, I'm using them next year, Steve. So you better get ready. And you better start planting the seed 
with Kariana that next year we are attending one of these London games. All right. All right. All right. There you go. People, do you want us to come back to London? Just shoot us an email. Let us know. We'll 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 make we'll make it happen. All right, the Chicago Bears against the Oakland Raiders. It's a home game for the Raiders, but it's in Jolly Old London. <laughs> I have no idea what to make of this football game. Now I like that the Oakland Raiders are already there. They left immediately after their game in Indy, right? Yep. Bears aren't coming late. They're, Bears are notorious for coming late to, to Wembley, to the London games, international series games. There was a kind of like an altercation between me and Lovey Smith when he was coaching the Bears, and he apparently caught me on Sky Sports News where I said I, I love head coach Lovey Smith, but I think he's making a big mistake by waiting until Friday to get here. And apparently that was playing in his hotel room as they had landed that Friday, and he watched that. And then they had their uh, press conference uh, at the Oval, which was the uh, old cricket ground where they had practice uh, before the game. And they opened up the, the, <laughs> the press conference, and nobody was asking the question, so I raised my hand and I said, Coach Smith, how do you think your guys are going to be ready to prepare to pay for a game on Sunday just arriving today, and this is going to be your first practice here, when the Bucks have been here all week. And he said, he looked right at me, he pointed at me, he's like, well, I know what you think. <laughs> and I was like, I just saw you on TV tell about how I'm crazy waiting the way you just went after me. <laughs> so after the first conference, all the beat writers from Chicago came over to me like, what the hell was that all about? They're not. They're what like, did you say and what can we write about you? <laughs> So I, I kind of explained what was going on. And I actually did make a Chicago newspaper. Uh, David Harrow, who covers the, the Bears, kind of mentioned it as, a, as almost an international incident between Lovey Smith <laughs> and, and someone covering the Gapers. That was a lot of fun. Back in the days when I would go over there. Anyways, I'm going to take, are you ready for this? The Oakland Raiders. I like what I saw. I like, I mean, everything. Up and up until that hit from Vontae's perfect, which really kind of peed me off a little bit, uh, that he would continue to do that after after just doing it so many times and being told you can't do that, you cannot do that, and he still does it. Um, but they looked good offensively. They were, you know, what it was? They were creative offensively. I had not seen the Raiders be creative offensively in a really long time. Doing sweeps, they were getting the ball to their wide receivers, they were running multiple guys out of the backfield. They were being creative, and it kind of, I think, confused the Colts. I just don't know who's going to be at quarterback for the Chicago Bears, and I don't think they're going to have their legs under them going that late. It, it does not look like it'll be Trubisky. Yeah, so... I, and I don't know what, I, I, what we have with Chase Daniels. I don't know what we have. Well, last year when he came in, he he performed really well for a game and then tanked after that. Yeah. So not really sure what we're going to see there. I'm comfortable with the 2-2 two and two Oakland Raiders moving them to 3-3. and three. I think the Bears are going to be all over the Raiders' offense. And I think the Raiders' defense is going to have a little bit of trouble because their captain is now suspended for the rest of the season. Right. And the play callers, to, you know, not the play caller, but the, yeah. the, the relayer yeah, the, the of the players. Yep. Yeah. It's got to get everybody in place. 
my my thing is that that Bears offense I think is so inept at the moment. I don't think it's going to take more than two field goals to win this game. <laughs> I mean, I, I that that's my only issue. So, all right. Well, uh, and on that note, um, I can tell you that the over under is forty and a half, forty point five. I would lean towards that under. I I would also lean well into that under. Um, there have only been a couple of games at the International Series where the scoreboard exploded and there were a lot of points. It's usually that affair is low scoring. It's a low scoring event. So I'm going to take the under now. But I'm going to give you my lock of the week this week. The Oakland Raiders are getting five points. Right now they are plus five. And I know they're not really at home, but it is a home game. That's still a home dog. They'll probably the still have more fans at that stadium than the Bears. Yeah, than the Bears will. Yeah, I would. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders, and I'm taking those five points. Thank you very much, giving me because not only do I think the Oakland Raiders are going to win the game outright, if they lose, it's going to be by a field goal. No more. Take the five points. That is my lock of the week. Um, you are also taking the Oakland Raiders, but of course, Lady Edith, just to be a contrarian now, she is taking the Chicago Bears. All right, uh, two more games of interest. We'll start with the, uh, I don't even know what that, what, why is this a game of interest? I don't know. Because we have an undefeated team playing? The New England Patriots. You said something about 0-4 teams. Yeah, I don't know. The Reds and the versus the Washington Redskins in our nation's capital. <laughs> this should be a nap game. I got the Patriots. I got the Patriots. Please tell me that Lady does not have the Washington Redskins. She has the Redskins. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? See, she is doing it now just to irk me. I am irked, Steve. I will not share that you are irked. No, don't share that. I love the kid. She does not need that stress no, in no. her <laughs> three-year-old no, no, life. No. I love that kid. She's <laughs> awesome. She's awesome. You know what? Tell her that I need to buy her an ice cream just because, even though she missed her number of seven two weeks ago, I still need to get her an ice cream. We need to do that. Let's set it up, Steve. We'll set that up. Maybe we'll do that Monday next week or something, and, and uh, we'll do the picks and get ice cream. There you go. That's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. We all have – well, we have the Patriots. Lady Edith has the Washington Redskins. We'll move on to the final game of interest. The Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Carolina to face the Panthers. That's just like a little jaunt. It's just like right there. Go up the road a little bit. you know. Actually, I found out it's not actually just right there. It's like six hours. It's a six-hour drive. Did you know that? From Jacksonville, Florida? Yeah. 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 I, There's so, a whole state in between the two. <laughs> so my, <laughs> my, my sister, who, you know, we've just come in contact and stuff, she just moved out to Carolina, and she's, you know, she's like, whenever you want to come, you know, come to a Panthers game. I'm literally really close to the stadium. You come down. And I uh, I was like, who was playing? I forgot who was playing in Jacksonville. I was like, well, we could just go down to Jacksonville. And she's like, uh, you, you do know that that's like, that's like a six and a half hour drive. And I was like, what? Yeah, so not close. Anyways, still a short flight. How about that? Uh, an hour and a half flight to Carolina. I really like what I've seen these last two weeks from the Carolina Panthers. They they look like a different football team offensively. And that leads me to believe that Cam Newton was hurt 
whole lot more than we were ever led to believe. But I'm believing in Kyle Allen. Um, he's gone on the road, gotten some wins. Last week against Houston, he wasn't spectacular by any means. But what's important? Getting the W. And he went into Houston and got the W. And I did not think that he would be able to do that. Uh, not sure what's going on with the Houston defense. But they weren't able to get after him as much. And I I like the Carolina Panthers to win at home um, with this guy at quarterback. And and the challenge is, I think that that we're seeing kind of the same thing out of the Jaguars. Yes. Right. So they they've had two really nice quality wins against the Titans, against the Broncos. I mean, Broncos aren't. It's the Broncos. They're on four, but they're a lot better zero and four than the Bengals and the Dolphins. Right. Let's put it yeah, that. Yeah. They way. they should not really be that zero and four. Right. They they will not be zero and sixteen. Yes. Um. I don't know. I I. This is one where I think I'm going out with my my gut on this one that. Jaguars go in there and and they pull out that win. I the only reason I, everything why I'm, everything I would like if I'm completely on my head on this one, I agree with you that the the Panthers win at home. I'm just I'm going with the Jags on the road for some Have odd you reason. Jumped on the Gardner Minshew bandwagon? Are you a Minshewer? No, a, a Minshewer. Let me see. Do you have the handlebar beard uh, mustache? No, definitely okay, do not. Good. That that will not look good on me. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so my thing is I don't think that the Carolina Panthers will allow Fournette to go off what, what he had, 285 yards rushing last week? So It was something sick, something ridiculous. So the, the – I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, it was only like the fourth time in the history of the NFL where a running back has rushed for that many yards. I think rushed for 220 yards or more – and not scored a touchdown, which was pretty crazy. I don't think he'll be able to have any that kind of success against the, the Carolina defense. So the the opponents for pa- both the Panthers and the Jaguars the last two weeks. So four different teams. It's the uh, what Cardinals, Texans, Titans, and Broncos. They are a combined four eleven and one. So those two wins by each team the last two weeks can't really say that they're yeah, good quality wins not much i just i think jacksonville holds allen back a little bit more than than what carolina is able to do mm-hmm. with Minshew, and i think Minshew pulls this one off all right you've got the jags i've got carolina lady edith is with me also with the carolina panthers all right we're running out of time so we got three nap games i'll just tell you the games you yell out your winner i'll yell out my winner and i'll say who's edith got right We'll start with the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Houston to face the Texans. I got the Texans at home. I got the Texans at home. Lady Edith is taking the Falcons. I don't know why. The Arizona Cardinals travel to Cincinnati to face the 0-4 Bengals. This, real quick, Steve, is the real reason why we have nap games 0-3-1 at 0-4. But you know what? I was going to say, goose eggs. Somebody gets a win. Somebody will have a win. Oh, my God, what if they tie? Who you got? I, I have the Cardinals. Oh, I don't know why I'm changing my pick. I have no idea why I had marked the, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. I've got the Arizona Cardinals as well. But Lady Edith, see, it was Lady Edith who was trying to take me. She's got Cincinnati and the Bengals. The Bengals are awful. They're bad. Yes. They are really bad. The Denver Broncos at Orrin Ford travel to L.A., 
to face the Los Angeles Chargers at 2-2. Two and two. You got? I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers. And Lady Edith, finally we agree on one game all across the board. She's got the Los Angeles Chargers as well. All right, so the challenge game is locked. I've got the Rams. You've got Seattle. Thursday night football. I got to get my first win. I, I just got to. The Rams are going to pull it out for me. Then, remember, my lock of the week, the Oakland Raiders are getting five full points. Take them. They're going to win the game outright. That is a very bad spread. That's all the time we got for you. I'm Stephen Miranda. I'm Steve Fry. And you've been listening to NFL Rants and Raves. We're out.